Hello everyone and welcome to the next episode of A Girl in the po- in the Product World. Today I am joined by Liam. Hello Liam. Good afternoon, morning, wherever, whatever time it is. So Liam um, is someone who is, um, is very inspiring in his style of work and I've wanted to speak to him for quite a while because um, he's been within leadership um, and his style is very interesting and I wanted to share that with the audience and I wanted this episode to be a little bit more raw um, and, and, and a bit more a bit more personal so Liam if you don't mind could you please introduce yourself I'd love to thank you Amna um, so my name is Liam Dyson I'm the product I'm one of the product directors in BT Consumer Digital um, so I look after a team of people that are responsible for the experiences of customers across BTE and Plusnet. Um, and I have been at BTE and working in telcos for nearly 15 years. Started out working in the call centre, um, answering phone calls and technical support questions for Wanna Do Broadband a good 15, 16 years ago. And yeah, from through various jobs and changes I'm, I'm here today so yeah that's me brilliant thank you Liam so we're going to get right into it and I want to ask you are you a good leader yeah you're not messing are you get straight into it um, <laughs> good question um I hope I am so for me it's important how you define leadership and it's a topic that I'm really quite passionate about, actually. So for me, leadership is about creating environments and cultures that let people be better. So it's about taking a group of people from, at its sort of core term, it's taking a group of people from one place and getting them to another. And I believe that... I am okay at that. I think I could be better. And it's something that I work incredibly hard and reflect on an awful lot to to be a better leader. Um, But I do believe that I create good teams and I think that I help people be better at their jobs. Um, So I think that it's actually an interesting one. I ask any person that I interview a question similar ask them why should anybody be, be led by you um and it gets some really interesting responses and if i was to ask myself that question i would say that as i mentioned i would i believe people should be led by me because i will give them opportunities i will give them high support but an awful lot of challenge at the same time so i expect a lot but i will also give a lot in return um, and I believe that if you work for me and work in my team, that you will look back and think that you had both an enjoyable time working in my team and you did good work and you got better at your job. So I think, summary, I think I'm okay. I could be better. I'm, better. I'm still feel really young in my leadership journey. And I don't think anybody who is responsible for people or has got the privilege of leading 
a group of people and having that day-to-day impact on their lives. I don't think anybody should stand still when you're in that position. I think leadership as a role, you can and should always be looking to develop and be better. Seek feedback, identify your own blind spots, make changes to how you approach things, recognise how you can be better, um, which is what I demand from my team. So it's only fair that I demand it from myself as well. I think that's a very honest, it's a very honest response as well. It's, uh, I think what sticks out about that, it's a very realistic response. It's, you're very much clear of what you expect and also what you will get back. I try, I, I try to be very honest with people. And that is both in terms of me expressing my own vulnerabilities and being clear to other people what I don't, I think I could be better at or also recognising what I'm not good at and that where I need help. And I think actually I look back on I look back on my career and the times where I've really struggled and the times where I've not been happy at work or working in certain teams is when I've not been or felt safe enough to be authentic and to be me. So the times where I've really loved work and felt as though that I've got out of bed every day with a with a jump is when I've felt safe enough to do that. So I I I believe that I expect and demand authenticity from my people, um, and the only way to do that is to be authentic yourself. So I'm setting examples. So yeah, I think I do try to be honest both with myself and with my team and everybody else as well. I love that lead by example. So having spoken about kind of your your style of of leadership, I'm really interested to know what are the challenges that leadership have to face? And and more personal to you, what are your particular challenges that you've really found you've had to overcome? You are going deep, Um, (laughs) Amna. Again, I think it's important that we define leadership. I think what I understand from the, oh, I'm trying, if I try and sort of peel back to the intent of your question, I think when you're talking leadership, you're talking executive level management and sort of the accountability and responsibility for people, PLs, products, etc. Because I think what's important to sort of make clear is that I expect people to demonstrate leadership across all levels with the team like just because you have a job title that doesn't have any direct reports for example does not and should not stop you demonstrating fantastic leadership leadership is about everything we've talked about there communication setting high bars supporting challenging and again you, you can lead a group of people from one place to a destination without necessarily being formally accountable for them at a management perspective and that's why I, I love product and I love working with product people because that is fundamentally what I see product managers do do on a day-to-day basis take people galvanize them around a vision and a purpose and an opportunity or a problem and help lead them to that end state in terms of challenges again I can only really speak personally um some of the challenges that I've found as I've stepped into leadership over the last, in, in your definition, um, over the last sort of four or five years, 
has been very much personal in terms of I feel as though sometimes my style is a little bit different to lots of other people that are incumbent in what you define as leadership roles. Not a bad thing, but it has led sometimes to me questioning my own style and back to the authenticity point and almost trying to change it and trying to be what other people are and operate in ways that other people do. I'm also very, as a straight white man, I don't necessarily think it's fair for me to say that I'm in the minority um, around certain leadership tables. But when I look at my background, no university education out of pretty much flunked my A-levels, went straight into a call centre job to get a bit of beer money, part-time role, and sort of just worked really hard through the ladder. My my background is very different to others. Mm. So sometimes feeling like I belong around those tables is a big challenge for me. But they are challenges that are very easy to overcome because everybody no matter what their background is, no matter what their situation, everybody's fighting their own internal challenges. Everybody's trying to do, I believe, I genuinely believe this, that everybody's trying to come to work to do a good job. Everybody has stuff happening outside of work that means that it's important to try and remember that when people seem as though they're having a challenging time or are being what you perceive to be challenging, always important to remember that there's life outside of that zoom call or that meeting and that there might be other pressures and you're never quite sure what other people are uh, going through so i think in terms of just let me try and answer your question rather than ramble a bit <laughs> i think some of the challenges are very much internal i think it's some of the challenges are about maintaining high standards and high expectations despite um, constraints or challenges. I also think sometimes one of the biggest challenges across leading big teams is to stay visibly motivated, to stay visibly curious and to, to genuinely care about the work that you're doing. I think at that point where you don't believe that you do care as much as you did or you're not as passionate about the work, then that flows through into your team. So it's really important to remember the shadow that you cast um, needs to be a positive one and one that you want your team to to follow. So when you're having a bad day, when you're having, when you've got things going on outside of that meeting or that one-to-one conversation, being present and maintaining the behaviours and standards that you expect of others is, for me, sometimes quite tough, but um, important. And what I would say is, for me, being in this type of role and having the opportunity to impact both customers' lives and my colleagues' lives every day with the decisions that I make is a privilege and it's one that I am incredibly thankful for. It's a lot of responsibility and you've made that very clear, but it's responsibility that you take very seriously, which is quite reassuring. Um, and I, I want to touch on something else that you mentioned that I, I, I want to go into a little bit more. Now, you mentioned diversity and you mentioned you know, yourself being a straight white man, but you are still diverse. And I think it's kind of the, that hidden diversity that we don't always focus on, which is, mm. you know, where did you come from? You know, your typical background. Now, for me, for example, I, 
I went through the education, higher education route, you know, A levels, university, you know, that that kind of yeah. that that idea. But you know, you you didn't, and there are a lot of people out there who didn't have that chance or for whatever reason didn't decide to go that route and they you know still worked very very hard so I think it's important to realize diversity isn't just what you see on the surface that's a very very important point I think um you're right I think that especially over the last few years we have in lots of ways rightly simplified what or there's been certain messages and sort of certain things where people have tried to make diversity seem about black and white or male and female etc um but i do think that when you like you said there's other levels to it and i and i feel that i have much more in common with other working class people or other people that have come through that same background um like for example my mum still lives on a council estate my dad was a a minor uh ended up retraining and doing really well and working in the nhs and stuff but um, they divorced, so I, I tick a lot of boxes that other people tick. But because I'm a I'm a white man, I've probably had a few more opportunities than maybe others might have done. Um, but I still feel more in common with people that have got similar backgrounds to me, regardless of ethnicity, diversity, whatever else it is. Yeah. Um, and if I'm honest, I try my best with that in mind. So the point about creating opportunities I think that one of the things that I do pretty well if I look back at my track record is build good teams and for me good teams are diverse ones like the I have always tended to have a higher proportion of female leaders in my teams I don't know if that's coincidence or if that it's something that I I'm either attracted to the skills or the behaviors that you get from women leaders or that they feel attracted towards working for me because they might feel a bit safer or whatever i've no idea but i do think that you are right there's more to it than a survey and more to it than black white sexuality religion etc absolutely now i mentioned that you know you that there's a it seems to be a lot of responsibility which sometimes can equal pressure um, in order to, you know, obviously you, you are the face of your team, um, you are leading them, um, you know, you are their example. So I want to ask what stresses you out in your day to day and how do you manage that? Um, you probably need to ask my wife a second. <laughs> um, what stresses me out? Uh, people. Things not moving as quick as I want them to stresses me out. People maybe not demonstrating the same level of passion or what I would deem as care for either our, my either our people or our products and projects stresses me out a little bit. Um, and also, I stress myself out. I'm not. I, I know I do. Because I am, I mentioned before, I set very high standards for myself. I've got high expectations of myself and I always do want to be better. So I have, I have worked an awful lot over these last couple of years to try and understand and recognise my own internal purpose and to be comfortable in my own skin in, these, in uh, leadership roles. So I do stress myself out. Um, but my kids definitely re me and sort of bring me back down to earth a little bit sometimes 
my wife is incredible in terms, incredibly supportive and um, herself is very passionate about her career and the work that she does. So she's a great shoulder um, to lean on. And I try my best to be, to recognize my own style. So I try most days when I'm working from home to do some exercise in the middle of the day, because I know that if I don't do that, then I'll have a poor afternoon than a morning. And um, I try to, and then I make sure that I, I catch up on an evening, no expectation. Other people do that, but that works for me. I try to be flexible with my own um, stress levels, I suppose, and try and manage them as best I can. So yeah, there's, Lots of things that stress me out. I, I am a very passionate and emotional person at work. Um, I probably, some feedback, I probably need to be less visibly emotional sometimes. Um, my body language often gives away what I'm thinking, even if I'm not, if, even if I don't say it. Um, but again, it comes back to authenticity and thought, and, and that's, that's me. In essence. So, yeah, does that answer your question? It does. And cool. I think something that, that sticks out a lot which you haven't mentioned but I think it it really is visible is when you are stressed out you kind of return back to your wholesomeness so you look to other areas of your life to recenter yourself so you know you mentioned yeah absolutely work is only work work like work is an incredibly important part of my life I spend an awful lot of time and emotional energy at work so I want to enjoy it but I also want to there's a value exchange beyond money going in the bank at the end of the month of course which is i want to feel as though i'm achieving something and i'm getting and i'm working within my purpose so i do invest a lot of time and energy into my job and into my peers and colleagues um but it's really important that that is then that i I, that anybody then finds ways and means to recharge their batteries so um Let's say I'm not going to lie, I love a spa day. I just don't have enough, I don't have enough time or time without the kids to be able to do them. So, yeah. I love that. Um, nothing wrong with admitting that you love a spa oh, day? I love, huh? love, a, love a robe and a, <laughs> and a foot massage. I'm not even going to lie. Um, now, I, I mentioned at the beginning that, you know, you have inspired me and, you know, amongst amongst many people that you come across in your career, you know, you do find aspects of whether it's certain leaders or your colleagues very inspirational. And I'm very interested to know who inspires you. Um, good question. Firstly, thank you for saying that. It's very kind of you and it does mean a lot. Um, who inspires me? Um, I, I, don't, I don't think it's fair to give names because there's lots of people. I take inspiration from a lot of people from across different industries, history and whatever else. I don't think there's one person that I really look at as inspiring me personally, but anybody that has done the right thing, anybody that has trodden a, a path that hasn't been, that's not been walked before, anybody that's had courage in their convictions and has furthered their own cause and purpose, even when it felt like it was the hard thing to do, but it was the right thing to do is inspiring to me. I think people, and that could be from any walk of life in any situation, doesn't need to be big, small, grand, whatever it might be. Um, so that they're, they're the type of people that inspire me and they're the types of stories that inspire me where people have, 
in essence, just done the right thing. Like, courage, again, it comes back to authenticity. It comes back to courage in your convictions. It comes back to people who have had an impact and left, made whatever part or whatever corner of the earth they're on or however big it might be, they've left a positive impact or left a positive change. Um, is who I'd say inspires me. It's not a name, but they're the types of stories and types of people that I look at and go, yeah, fair play. That's what I'd like to do. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say that you recognising that it's it's a lot about recognition for you, where mm. you know you are recognising someone doing the right thing, having that integrity, and that is, I think, very commendable. Um, and I, I feel also that doing that in your teams is very important when it comes to leadership. I think, you know, being under the wing of, of a good leader for me has always been about them recognizing the effort. Things may not always go well. Um, things not maybe going as fast enough, um, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it, yeah. it is about recognizing people. There is always a need for you to have higher expectations than sometimes the reality of what is possible because um, what is it shoot for the moon and hit the stars like if you set low achievable targets and have low expectations then that is what will be met if you set high targets and give high, have high expectations then you've got more chance of exceeding what you would have done before so um, there's a reality to that and I'm very conscious of undue pressure and being unrealistic in what you expect of people but this is where I know I can go to bed at night if I where I can say I've had high expectations of my people and my teams, but I also know that I've given them, hopefully, what they see is lots of support, lots of psychological safety, and that they feel safe to say, no, but here's why, and here's what I've done to try, and here's what I'm doing instead, rather than, yeah, I've not hit that number by that day. Yeah. It's all important. It's all, it's all part and parcel of life. Nothing is... I'm yet to be involved in a piece of work or a project that has gone exactly as a Gantt chart would say it would. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Liam, we're about to round off and we have spoken about many, many things um, hmm. that are to do with leadership, your style, a lot of responsibility, a lot of pressure. What makes it all worthwhile for you? Um, again, very good question. It makes it worthwhile when I know that somebody that has, I've worked with goes on to be or is happy. So I, I always say this to people, and I'm sure you'll remember this, Amna, but whenever anybody leaves my team, and listen, there's people that have left my team where we've not got on, where their purpose or their way of doing things has been very different to what I expect and that's a natural part of life like there are some fits and there's some not but in the vast majority of cases I, I genuinely enjoy seeing the stories that people that I've worked with or people that have been part of my team have gone on to tell or be involved in so it makes it worthwhile for me when I see people that I gave their first opportunity in management becoming a director 12 months ago like seeing those LinkedIn job updates. Um, I know that that's certainly not all about me, but I, so I do feel a prang of pride knowing that 
or might have given somebody an opportunity and that I've hopefully helped or they've learned how not to do it from me. Um, so it makes it all worthwhile for me when I know that I've, that I've made an impact or that I've had an impact. And that is both in terms of the people that I have the privilege of working with, but also in terms of the uh, performance of the products and the services and the journeys and the things that you're building and launching to customers. Like for me, it's about having an impact. It's about having a legacy and however small it might be, um, knowing that you've left something in a better place than what you inherited it as. Yeah. 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 Or someone for that matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Liam, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so Thank much. You Hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. I, I have indeed. Thank you very much um, for the invitation. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Anna. Thank you very much.